How are you, Gowie? Oh, yeah, I'm better. It's, it's another week this week. You know, it was a tough week, like weekend last week, watching Para lose first grade and second grade. So hopefully better this weekend. Gee, that last 20 minutes, you would have been tearing your hair out. No, I'm not a good person to sit next to watching football, that's for sure. Yeah, were you re-signing Mitch Moses? Do you want him? Uh, yeah, we want him. There's not that okay. many halfbacks around. And I think he's part of the club now. So, okay. um, yeah, a lot of money. But, you know, I guess, you know what, I'm one that, you know, with rugby league players, they're, they're you know, their livelihood and their, you know, their existence of their career is so short. Unlike golf, we can go for 100 years. Yeah, have a look at Bernard Langer um, and still play. These guys, you know, they put their body on their line every day and smash each other and, and you know, all that sort of stuff. So uh, if they can get the cash, go for it. Just on that then, Gowie, because we've been talking this morning, I'm pretty sure you've explained it to us before. But yep. if you could explain it to me again... we. we with the retirement funds and that for golfers, because we're talking about Fergo, how he's got this broken nose, and he said today that he'd like the league to, to help him be able to get it fixed, and he's, he's blowing up. But what about in <laughs> golf, in terms of when you retire from golf? What type of packages Who's are paying available? for Tiger's injuries? Yeah, for, for <laughs> golfers, or it's just left to their own devices because they've made yeah, a lot well, of money. Yeah, a little different, Loz, because we're independent con- contractors, but there is a retirement fund on the USPJ Tour is the best in professional sports. So someone like Tiger will retire on about $300, 350000000 Someone like Robert Allenby, who's gone, who's gone through a lot of his retirement through hardship and bad play and plenty of wives, he... Uh, he probably had, I don't know, 20 or 30 million, I'm, I'm presuming. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of those players that, the, that you see, the Patrick Cantlays of the world and the Justin Thomases, that they'll have 40, 50, maybe $100 million to retire on. So they could afford a, uh, you know, to fix their nose. Yeah. But we're all independent contractors, so we'd have to pay for it ourselves. And even your, um, uh, your health fund over there, which is big in the US, is, is having some sort of medical help. Um, the players pay for it out of their own own bat. So the two don't play that. They get subsidised somewhat, but they you still uh, you still pay for it yourself. Okay, Gowie, just uh, this question on the text line, and uh, we'll get to your tips for the players' championship. But uh, what is your opinion regarding you know basically there being a pathway back to the PGA Tour for any lived defectors? Should they, of course, want to go back there uh, when their contracts run out or if they want out? Yeah, it's an interesting one, right? Because they've made the choice to take the 150 million to go. So um, you know, it's two different tours, and you would possibly have to play your way back on that tour. I reckon that would be one way to do it, and then you deserve your way back on there. I'm hoping, you know, I just hope for the the, the grace of golf that there is a pathway back. I don't think there is going to be in the next four to five years. So we won't see Cam Smith back on that tour. It's disappointing. Um, you know, I think it's a little bit harsh of late, especially this week, you know, Journo's throwing, you know, grenades at Norman saying that he's destroyed, you know, Cameron Smith's career, you know, possibly going to be the best Australian ever and win more majors than Peter Thompson or Kari Webb, who's our greatest, who won seven. Uh, a bit harsh because we haven't got a crystal ball, have we? But once again, it's a choice and he chose to go and uh, he chose to play on that live tour and until the big boys, I've said it from the day one, until they all sit at the table and come to some sort of agreement and there will be an agreement of some time that they'll play 20 massive events around the world and then there'll be the next level which will be the USPJ Tour, the European Tour 
and then all our other tours will sit underneath that. That's the plan, really. That 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 would be best for world golf, the development of golf. Um, you know, outside of this in the next couple of years, I don't think it's pretty for golf in general. Um, <laughs> Gary, does it look even, does it look even worse though if Cameron Smith's there watching? Um, like yeah, it does. It mate, does, I, I think he's just got to stay away. I, I don't. I don't. I just reckon that'll be. That's going to cause a media circus. Oh yeah, there's a media because the cheeky little bugger because he's a great <laughs> fella. Yeah, he's a, everyone he's loves just, him. Lives down the just, road. Yeah, What's he going I know, around the corner. I know. <laughs> and one of his best mates is the greenkeeper there at Sawgrass. He's been his, you know, the last eight or nine years in that area of Ponte Vedra and, and wore out that practice fairway in the chipping green and they love him there and, you know, uh, he, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he just ducked in there and had it. He's pretty smart. He's handled this better than most, actually. Yeah. So he stayed away from all the media circus somewhat, not like a Mickelson or a Pat Perez or a, a Patrick Reed. He He's always stepped away. He's always made the right decision. He, he did say you'll probably... Yeah, you know, it's a good week to go fishing because none of the locals will be out in the water. He'll be out in the water, and yeah, you know, they'll be in watching the golf, and he'll be on the water. So, uh, but he's a cheeky little Queenslander, so it just uh, wouldn't surprise me if he made a little bit of appearance. But uh, it's it's a hell of a week. But uh, you know what? The, the Australian flag, which is uh, from the previous champions' uh, country, was still flying there at Ponte Vedra, so they haven't thrown away that he is the defending champion and they, you know, it's such a big event to win other than a major and, you know, it's still to be recognised that he won that event. So uh, let's wait and see. It was great to see an Aussie win the New Zealand Open, Gowie. Yeah, I've got a shout out to, to Brendan Jones, right? 48 years of age uh, during COVID down in Canberra. He gave up the game and said, I can't get out of here all the time. I've got to do all this quarantining to go to play. He predominantly plays in Japan. Had a few injuries over his career, but, you know, 15-time winner in Japan. And at 48, I seen him a couple of weeks ago at the Bonnie Doon TPS event there. And, you know, he ran fifth, played well, and then goes on to New Zealand and, and wins that one. And it was huge because he gave up the game, went and become a, a landscaper for a couple of years there and, uh, you know, doing some hard labour and, I, I think he's seen that, you know, he missed the game of golf and the competitive side because he's always been a hell of a competitor. Like, he was 52 in the world at one stage and a uh, good fella and I you know, love his footy, follow the Scamber Raiders and, you know, he's uh, he's back, so he'll, he'll head to Japan. But he's got a decision to make, right? Because the top three, and there's only three events to go, which is the New Zealand PGA Champs this week, uh, then it rolls into uh, the New South Wales Open and then the last one at the National. It's three events, the top three get starts on the DP World Tour and the leader on the money list uh, or a merit will get a start at the 150th uh, Open Championships at Royal Liverpool. So that's on his you know, radar, I'm guessing, now. Instead of going back to Japan, he'll probably play these couple of small events down here and try to work his way up because he's now second on the money list. So... Let's wait and see. There's a lot to play for. So at uh, Sawgrass this week, obviously Cam Smith's not there playing, but uh, Minwoo Lee is, but only just. Yeah, this is an interesting story. He's been flying in that 46, 47 in the world number and then yeah, missing the cut last week. He's still trying. He's fully exempt in Europe. He's, he had a second and a 13th in the first uh, DP World Tour events and then headed to the US. He's working off invite, invites and top 50 in the world. But he snuck out the 50th. So he only just got in this event at the 11th hour. Uh, and he got a start at the Arnold Palmer event because the top 50 in the world. But now after he's, he missed the cut there, 
um, that he comes into this event. And it, these next couple of weeks, because he won't get a lot of starts uh, before the Masters, you've got to be top 50 the week prior to the Masters. They cut it off. And not the event the week before. It's the two weeks before, basically, the end of that one. So it's a week before... And he's got to stay inside the top uh, top 50, and that's going to be hard. If he doesn't if he doesn't make the cut here, I can't see him staying you know inside that top 50. It's going to be damn hard to do that. So, and a golf course that possibly should suit him. It's long, it's hard, it's fast, it can get windy, and it really is a ball striker's golf course. This is the one that you sort of sit back and uh, the way the course is going to be playing this year is hard and fast. If they don't get any rain and there's going to be a lot of bogeys, double bogeys, balls in water, all that sort of stuff. So it's a, it's a good viewing the plays, champs. Who do you like? Yeah, there's, there's a cast of thousands. How about this group? Ram, number one in the world, Scheffler, two, and McElroy, three, all playing exceptionally well. They're all playing together. So, um, you know, the Aussies have had great success here. Day one in 16 and Scotty in 2004 and... And Steve Elkington back in 1913, I think he won twice, actually, Elko. If, if you ever go onto YouTube, have a look how high Steve Elkington wore his pants. He could get his scorecard out of his back pocket over his right shoulder. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it's, uh, always have a go at his... The Mark wore trousers. trouser. He's a wagga boy, isn't he? He's a wagga boy. You can't be bagging him. blokes from that part of no, well, Australia, brother, actually, Rob Elkington, who was one of the greatest drinkers of all time, he gave me basically my first beer as a 16-year-old. He um, he was my foursome partner in, in the New South Wales team. Great fella. Now lives up on the coast. He was his elk was uh, older brother. But no, no, he's, he's, he's a great winner. And Steve, prettiest goal swing on, on tour other than Adam Scott's. But hey, seven Aussies. I like Lucas Herbert here. I reckon this golf course suits. He's a big hitter, moves the ball, Solid right to left. He can move it left to right when he wants, but I reckon it's a right to left uh, this week. And, yeah, that, that will help. And you see the tee shot on the last and the second shot on the last, and that, that sort of tells you what sort of golf course it is. You've got to move it that way. But I'm going with Patrick Cantlay, 15 bucks. Um, you know, I know it's pretty short around here and anything can happen. And then uh, Keith Mitchell at $51. He's my roughie. This guy's just a machine and plays well around here, likes this. Does a bit of practice around here at different times during winter. And, um, you know, it's one of those places that I think you need to know well. And uh, he will know, he definitely know it well. 4.5 million for the winner. The person who finishes uh, fifth will make uh, just over a million dollars. It's like we're working for the Big Sports Breakfast, isn't it? Have a bad week, you still get paid. <laughs> hey, by the way, well, I've just got. Elkington's, uh, yeah, they're pretty high. Yeah. Harry High, Harry high pants. They're back in the day, though. Was, you, you had to go the shirt tuck in, mm. and you yeah, always had the high pants. I love pants. this shirt. Beautiful yeah. brown pants, too, aren't they? Hey, no one wore them higher than Loz. <laughs> no one wore their footy shorts higher than Loz. Yeah, no, I had high shorts. Yeah. But above the belly button, always. And tucked the jersey in. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Didn't like the jersey yeah. out. Mark Orr had, the, had yeah. the trouser right up as well. It's yeah. just above his chest, <laughs> his pants. Hey, Loz, just imagine how much quicker you would have been without one of those big, heavy jerseys on. Oh, yeah. Like, they've got the really tight jerseys. I was at the... Uh, I went down to watch the um, the Tigers game on the weekend on Sunday down there at Leichhardt, and um, all the old jerseys. I'm thinking, imagine running around in one of those. Heavy ads. Mate, they are heavy. Like, I would have been quicker too if I didn't wear a thermoskin. <laughs> Shoulder pads. <laughs> Shoulder pads. <laughs> oh, mate. What about that footy? Oh. I, I can't believe you've still got toes on your feet. 
kicking that footy. <laughs> that leather ball. How heavy was it when it got wet? Yeah, but I was in a toe poker. Oh, mate, who cares? Kicking it Actually, anyway. Actually, I was a bad kicker. Try and catch it, you break oh, your finger. I even tried to go and kick it anyway. <laughs> like catching a brick. <laughs> good, good on you, Gowie. Have a great weekend, mate. Thanks, fellas. Have a good one.